0: The New Thought Guy. What love can do? Well, I'm going to talk about something that love can do. I want to start out with a, a story um, There was a small boy wandering in the woods, and he saw a monk sitting on a rock. So he approached the monk and asked him to impart a bit of wisdom. And the monk looked at the small boy and he said, My child, be a lion, not a dog. And puzzled, the boy asked, what does that mean, be a lion, not a dog? When you throw a ball to a dog, asked the monk. What does he do? Well, the dog chases the ball, the little boy said. Yes, said the monk, but if you threw it at a lion, the lion wouldn't care at all about the ball. Its attention would be on you, the one who threw the ball, not on the object, you. Now think about it. If someone is throwing balls at a lion, what might happen next when the lion turns to look? Because that's what a lion will do. It will turn to look where the ball came from. And the little boy said, well, um, I guess the person throwing the ball better wanna run away before he gets eaten. Correct, my boy, said the monk. The lion stays put, focused on you, waiting to grab hold of you. Well the little boy was a little confused by that and he said well that's a scary story teacher what am I supposed to learn from that other than don't throw a ball at a lion and the monk looked at him and he said like the lion my friend always focus on the source not the incidents not the effects go to the source. Today, I want to talk about intention. Now, Merriam-Webster defines intention as something that implies little more than what one has in mind to do or bring about. Now, that doesn't sound very powerful. Um, it's an implication. It's not. It's not uh, something definite. But Michael Bratman in a book called Intentions, Plans, and Practical Reasons said a mental state, this is describing intention, a mental state that represents a commitment to carrying out an action or actions in the future. Intention involves mental activities such as planning and forethought. Well, that's a little better because it's a commitment. It's a commitment to the future that's a little weak versus a commitment to the now. But in my research on the definition of intention um, in various places, I also found out that intention has to do with being in resolve, to declare, to manifest. Now we're getting somewhere. To be in resolve is to be an in intention. Ernest Holmes wrote that we demonstrate from the tendency of our thoughts Mindful attention to our thoughts and underlying intentions help to clarify the tendency of our thought to demonstrate the good that we choose. He continues, Man's thought is creative because his thought is God power flowing through his individualized will and imagination. So what powers, he's talking about this divine power, What powers the thoughts behind the intention? You know, something shows up before the thoughts show up. Well, our 2020 theme, as you might have heard earlier, is perception. That is what we're talking about all year is perception. What if I could say it, what is our perception of things? And most importantly, who do you perceive you are? In Proverbs 23, 23, seven, it says, for as he thinks in his heart, so is he. A Little wisdom from, from the Bible then. So to find out who we think we are, there are many ways. We can take a look at the life that we are living and what in the experiences we have, that we could take a look at the people that we surround ourselves with. We could take a look at the boundaries we set for ourselves, boundaries that may protect us and boundaries that may uh, stick us into lack and limitation and not allow us to move forward. Those are boundaries too that we don't really want. But most important is what you say to yourself you are. Do you say things or do you feel or think that life, do you perceive life is that I am what I have? so that possessions define you, or I am what I do, so that achievements define who you really are, or I am what others think of me. Is it your reputation or the talk about you? Is that what defines you? Or do you have this feeling that you're separate from everyone, that you are alone all the time, no matter what? I'm not talking about lonely, that you're by yourself, but that you are alone and there is no, nothing and nobody out there for you, with you. Or that you feel, um, do, you, do you define yourself as being separate and disconnected from your desires? Does victimhood define you? Or do you find, define yourself as being separate from God? Do you step into the duality that God is out there only, or worse, up there only, judging you, assessing you, like Santa Claus. Now, you may say and think some of these things, but none are true. None are true with the big T. They may have truth to them, but none are true. Those are merely facts that you have chosen to accept in your life. So I think it's time for us to have a new definition of who we are, and I am bringing that to you right here, right now, today. It's time to be a maverick. A maverick. Alan Rickman, you might know Alan Rickman. He's an actor you've seen for years and years and years, a lovely actor. And uh, he wrote, "Maverick is a word that appeals to me more than misfit." I guess he's been called a misfit um, in his in his life. I know in his acting, you can see a little misfit. Um, Maverick, he says, is active. Misfit is passive. Maverick is active, and that's what we want to do. We want to live a a. a An active, intentional life in the now, in the present. I want us to intend to be unorthodox, independent, non-conforming to society's BS. And we know there's a lot of that. Not a misfit, a maverick. You know, you may think or you may have been brought up to believe that you are your work, you are your bank account, you are the stuff that you have, but no, from now on, if you put that into your life, from now on, step into the idea that you are a maverick manifester, an unorthodox, independent, non-conformist. Your mind point here, but like I've said many times, it's it's just an idea that you point there. Your mind is all-encompassing, is all through your body. Your mind is the most powerful instrument in the universe. You can decide to rewrite your story every day if you so desire. We become masters of our own experience by creating mindful intentions and daily training our minds to choose and stay on the idea of those intentions being manifested now. That's a maverick. Not manifested someday. That's something I relearned for myself this week. I've been thinking about some projects that I have going on as someday, as in the future, instead of now. And this week as I was realizing, why aren't some of these going forward like like I think they should, because I am not being a maverick and that, that the intention is about now, not in the future. Carlos Castaneda, in his final book, The Active Side of Infamy, wrote, intent is a force that exists in the universe. When sorcerers, now sorcerers by his definition are those who live of the source, he's talking about shamans, and we are all shamans of ourselves. When sorcerers beckon intent, it comes to them and sets up the path for attainment, which means that sorcerers always accomplish what they set out to do. Our sorcery, as a maverick manifester, is the superpower of intention. Ernest Holmes said in the Living the Science of Mind book, The power that creates exists before we use it. However, it can give us only that which we mentally take. And often our unbelief becomes our acceptance, our fear, a misplaced faith. And we've all misplaced our faith. Using that definition of intention as something that is um, in the future is a misplacement of faith we need to take we need to gain clear and present certainty that is the theme of june by the way clear and present certainty we need to be in that space in that state of clear and present certainty and to do so let me give you some ideas some pointers match your words with your desires your self talk so important, so important. Your self-talk for something that hasn't shown up in the physical is not a lie. Your your ideas of as if you're being in the state of as if, that's not a lie. Many people think, well, I'm just lying to myself. It's not there. I don't see it in front of me. No, it is an an intention that you are developing that you have created right here and now that you are choosing it's a decision a declaration a knowing i have finished this screenplay i have gotten that new job at a such and such place that respects me and pays me what i'm due that is right here and right now i don't have to know the how i don't have to know how it's going to show up I have to know that it has shown up and what it looks like and what it smells like and what it tastes like and what I see and feel when I'm in it. The next one is we have to step into a the wish fulfilled attitude. And for those of you who are fans of Neville Goddard and uh, possibly heard a couple of weeks ago as I was reading some Neville Goddard Fabulous stuff. He is all into the wish fulfilled. And Wayne Dyer, Dr. Dyer, um, wrote a book called The Wish Fulfilled. That's something he would say. Step into the wish fulfilled knowing. Know it now. Feel it now. Use all your senses, regardless of what you see in front of you. Use all your senses knowing that it is here now. And refuse is the next one. Refuse to let that intention disappear. Do not bend away from the intent because the facts don't equate to it yet. Focus on your thoughts. Focus on the end result. That's how you keep going. Yes, we wave. We are free to wave, but not to bend from the intent. Next one is notice all the steps that are showing up in your life because there are steps sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't just go boom and it's here. Sometimes there are little steps that show up that lead to the end result that you have in your mind. Celebrate them. Be in awe of them. Notice them. Notice them stepping into fruition. Remember, we live in an infinitely abundant universe. It's not miserly. It's not incapable. It is not holding back. Affirm minute by minute that the universe is able to provide you with every blessing that you desire, that you require in your life in abundance. That is your intention. Be a maverick and know that. And the final one per Wayne Dyer in his book, The Power of Intention, he was saying, be creative, be kind, be love, be beauty, be ever expansive, be abundant in mind, be receptive. That's a maverick of intention. Being creative, using your imagination, being kind, knowing that this this prosperity that you are bringing into your life is easy to share because you don't live in lack and limitation. You're not afraid of losing anything. It is yours. You've decided it. You are a maverick. Be kind, be love, be beauty, be ever expansive. And if receptivity is not happening today, you know that happens. That happens. Sometimes you don't feel receptive to your intentions that you've been mavericking. But you know when you're in a bus or a a subway train, you have to stand and you reach up um, in in days of yore, it was a strap that uh, you grabbed onto, or the bar, sometimes it's a bar. You do that in order to have balance and security and safety as you reach your destination. Well, when you're in doubt, It's time to do what somebody who might be um, too little, a a little boy or a little girl who couldn't reach the strap or the bar. They reach for their parent's hand or the side of their pants or something like that. So when it happens to you, go ahead and reach out for it. It doesn't have to be up. It could be over here, sideways, or just right here, or somewhere connected to the ground. Just reach for it in mind. See it in mind and grab it. That's the divine there waiting. That's the hands of grace waiting for you to take hold when you need it. And it's okay. Because you know that it's not It's not you being weak. It's actually you being courageous and vulnerable to what's going on. It's you being able to move with the wind. The strap is connected to that train of the flowing power of intention, taking you through your belief, through your courage to reach out, that which you require, putting you in the flow of manifestation. So what is our call to action today? Or Patanjali, who wrote the uh, uh, Yuga Sutras, He wrote, dormant forces, faculties, and talents come alive, and you discover yourself to be a greater person by far than you ever dreamed yourself to be. That is the call of action. Release these dormant forces, faculties, and talents that you have. Use the power of decision, set a powerful and mindful intention to what it is you have Required in your life now. I love to use the word require versus desire. Be bold and require it. Not desire it. It's okay to desire it. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. But I want you to be bolder than that. I want you to require it in your life, whatever it is that is next, that you have decided is next. But next is today. Be a maverick. You don't have to be a well-dressed, dandy, high-stakes poker player in the Wild West like James Garner was in the the show Maverick. He played the character Brett Maverick. You don't have to be that kind of Maverick. You don't have to be the hotshot fighter pilot with a reckless attitude and cocky demeanor like Tom Cruise was and will be again, I guess, in Top Gun when he played the character Maverick. You don't have to be that. You can be a Maverick by just clearing a path for definite and measurable and intentional demonstration of faith that you always pay attention to, that you all always are on. Don't let yourself create a life by default or statistics. Nurture your intention with awareness, with acute, maverick-induced awareness. Be in harmony with the power which is responsible for all that creation. Be, in the, in the speed of the divine, be attached to that power. Commune with that power. Reach out and hold, take hold of that strap of that power. Be bold, brave, independent, inclusive, knowing the abundance of the universe is there for you. That is the attitude, that is the perspective to take to become a maverick. Be open at the top, allow wisdom to come in and, and step you out of the box and be out of the box when your imagery of the demonstration starts occurring. One of my favorite books is This Thing Called You by Ernest Holmes. And in it he says, when the time comes that nothing goes forth from you other than that which you would be glad to have returned, then you have reached your heaven. You know, another definition of a maverick is an unbranded calf. And we're all happy when a calf is unbranded. But branding is important, those of you in marketing, you know branding is important. So I, right now, I am branding you. I am branding you one who is bold, brave, clear, and present in certainty. A maverick. You, you are a maverick of intention. You are a maverick manifester. So go ahead and step into your heaven right here and right now. Namaste.